so. You know, we get tricked into thinking, okay, we're going to buy these little plug-ins and air fresheners to make the house smell great. But all of those synthetic products have been, are full of neurotoxins. So they're linked to brain inflammation, which causes diabetes, obesity, cancer, depression. It's this toxic as sniffing glue. So I had to figure out how to make my home smell better without using those plugins. And since I'd already started my journey in aromatherapy, it made sense to start to figure out why, why do we burn things in our house? How does it affect us? My name is Tanya Valentine, and I'm a mom of three, registered nurse turned certified life coach and entrepreneur. And I'm so excited to welcome you to the Momentum Podcast, a weekly podcast where we bypass the small talk and get right into the real struggles moms face every day, from bedtime battles to feeling like no matter what we do, it's never enough. Think of this as your mom support group in the form of a podcast. Each week, we introduce new ways of thinking and actionable tools you can implement to bring more ease, peace, and joy in your home. Go from treading water to finding your flow in motherhood. Hello, and welcome to the Momentum Podcast, the show dedicated to inspiring, uplifting, and empowering women on their journey through motherhood. I'm your host, Tanya Valentine, and today we have a truly remarkable guest who embodies the spirit of our mission. Karen Salad, a name synonymous with wellness and natural healing, joins us today. She's not only an accomplished mom, but also the driving force behind Aroma Relief, a company passionate about finding homeopathic alternatives to life's common ailments. But before we dive into her incredible journey and insights, let's give Karen the floor. Karen, could you please introduce yourself to our wonderful audience and share a bit of your story? Yes, Tanya. Hi, how are you? You're good. Great. Um, Amazing. I have been a massage therapist for 30 years and um, started my journey in massage therapy because I was a single mom and I wanted to do something where I could be with my son when he was out of school and and do something in in a healing type way. I'd always been in the health club industry, very interested in the body and just kind of fell into massage therapy and decided, you know, when I don't like it anymore, I'm going to stop. And that was 30 years ago. (laughs) So in taking care of my clients, I realized that aromatherapy would be very beneficial for somebody, you know, suffering from back pain or skin irritations. I I saw everything in 30 years. And all available to me was this white cream or just people were using baby oil. And uh, my hands were starting to hurt because I didn't get any stick when I was working on people. So I started to think to myself, you know, if I can use a product that not only benefits my, 
my clients, but will also benefit me, it would be a win-win. Yeah. So that's how I kind of started my journey in aromatherapy. And that was about eight years ago. So with that said, I decided to come up with some massage creams and oils for my clients, but it expanded into, I think I have about 16 different products now, which address some skin disorders, as well as ailments that people, everyday ailments, things like bug spray is a perfect example of, I wanted something that was more homeopathic um, because I couldn't use things like off, they irritated my skin mm. and things like that. So that's kind of how I started and, and here I am. I'm still massaging, but I'm trying to educate people on the benefits of aromatherapy and essential oils. And so this is a great platform for me to do that. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, well, love having you here. And your mission is to find homeopathic alternatives to common ailments. So could you share a little bit more on like what inspired you to explore this path and how it aligns with your passion for wellness and skincare? Yeah, so like I said, it did start with the massage industry. But then I, I had a dog who just recently passed away at 15. And she would have all kinds of skin rashes. And she was a Sharpay, and they're known for their skin rashes and sensitivity to skin situations. So I came up with a dog shampoo, and in researching what to make it out of, I realized that most products are made with sodium lauryl sulfide. It's in everything. It's an emulsifier. But it causes eczema and dryness in people and in my dog, obviously. And then I added some essential oils in it to, to benefit her in ways of flea prevention, but also that it's made with cinnamon, clove, and cedarwood, and it's a Castile-based soap. So that is a natural emulsifier. And I made this shampoo for her to get her off of Confortus, which is now called Trifectus, but also help with her skin issues. And that kind of graduated into an everyday bug spray, which I sprayed on her, but then my clients became interested in. And that's sort of how that one product turned into many. Then I came up with sprays for allergies, sprays that help you sleep and, and it goes on and on. So I don't know if yeah. that answers your question. Yeah, no, it, it does. And what is that tri trifectus that your dog? So has? yeah, it's very common. Um, I mean, you go to the vet and you believe everything the vet says, you know, my dog has to be on heartworm medication. My dog has to be on trifectus. My dog has to be on... So I started researching because my dog actually had a seizure at seven. And when I brought her to the vet, he said, oh, sometimes this happens because she's on Confortis. And I said, well, what do you mean she's on Confortis? They said, well, it's a pesticide. When ingested, it gets in the dog's bloodstream. And a lot of dogs have an allergic reaction to it. And I said, well, why are you prescribing it then? Right. And he said, yeah. So I said, well, if essential oils get in the bloodstream, why not come up with something that would benefit the dog and keep them from getting bitten by fleas, ticks, and mosquitoes. But because I, I researched Confortis is what happened, and I realized it was banned in every other country but the United States oh my um, for that reason. And also handlers. Like, so if you have a child petting your dog and right. they're on this medication, it gets absorbed through the skin of the child or the oh, handler or the dog. I mean, it so just scary. goes on and on and on. So what the United States did is decide, okay, people are going to catch on that this is a pesticide and we're doing this. So they renamed it Trifectus. And it's kind of hidden under this assumption that it's a flea medication, but also a heartworm preventative. 
And I don't put my, I have a new puppy who's six months old. I don't put her on that. I don't put her on. Do they still that, sell it? Oh yeah. So you, you know, I know you just had two dogs, unfortunately, that recently yeah. passed. I apologize oh, for bringing up you. dogs, but they still sell it. I, of course, I brought my dog in for her puppy shots and they're trying to push it down my throat. But like I said, it's not only dangerous to the dog because it's a pesticide, but it's also dangerous to anybody petting the dog, handling the dog. Yeah. So that's kind of my soapbox on the flea and tick industry and dogs, but everybody has to make their own decision about what's right for them. Right. But, Sounds to me like that's the mission of your company to, yeah, to come up with non-toxic alternatives because it's not just like what happened to your dog, which that sounds horrible. Um, she ended up having seizures, but I mean, think of all the other stuff that's in our products, like lotions, shampoos, yeah. sprays, yeah. Uh, candles. Did you want to talk a little bit about that? I know uh, before this, you, you've been sending me articles on like things that are in candles, for instance. Did you want to talk, get into a little bit of yeah. that? I think to, to maybe just touch on the fact that, you know, what is aromatherapy and how does it work? And some yeah. people say, oh, I burnt. You know, I also like to come into my home and have it smell. You know, nice. I have an office in my home. People come over here to get massages. I want it to smell like a spa. Mm. So, you know, we get tricked into thinking, okay, we're going to buy these little plug-ins and air fresheners to make the house smell great. But all of those synthetic products have been, are full of neurotoxins. So they're linked to brain inflammation, which causes diabetes, obesity, cancer, depression. It's this toxic as sniffing glue. So I had to figure out how to make my home smell better without using those plugins. And since I'd already started my journey in aromatherapy, it made sense to start to figure out why, why do we burn things in our house? How does it affect us? You know, so yeah. I bought a, you know, little, you've seen those little humidifiers. I put essential oils in that. And when you breathe in an essential oil, it, it, it sends messages to your brain. Some of them are under your control and some of them are not. Things that you're drawn to, for instance, I might not be drawn to in terms of smells. And it's linked a lot to our memory. So for instance, my dad used to cut the grass on Sunday morning and having lost my dad 30 plus years ago, I love the smell of grass. It just reminds me of him. So all of the things that I'm drawn to that I put in my diffuser are things like grass smells, if that makes sense, pine and woodsy things, because it elicits this memory, this happy memory for me. But essential oils also can get in your bloodstream. And like you're mentioning, things like creams, it's very dangerous to be using something on your skin when you don't know what is in the product, because when it gets into your bloodstream, it's it's directly absorbed. It doesn't go undergo a filtering process, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it goes right into your bloodstream, right through your circulatory system, and you know you're exposed to it. Might as well be something good, is what I'm saying. Right. So I put together the oils and the creams and things. So when you get out of the shower, you can put on an oil and know that it's benefiting you. You know, in mm -hmm. some ways, um, not only the smell, but through the bloodstream. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to start exploring more, not just the smells in my home, but also putting products on my skin that are going to be good for me and my clients. And things started to take off in terms of therapy. I had people come to me who had problems with skin conditions and the like. And I started, I took an aromatherapy class because I said, now I'm getting serious. You know, people are 
depending on me mm. for something more than a massage. Um, they want to know what can I do for this or that. And I want to try something other than a cream that a steroid cream, for instance, that breaks down the epidermis. And you don't want to be putting that on your child when they have a skin rash. Right. You know? Nor are because... you supposed to like they're, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, like but the doctors don't... tell you to do it. So you feel like, okay, the doctor told me to do it, you know, yeah. so it must be good. Right. Right. And then the next thing I wanted to ask you was, um, I know you offer a range of skincare products infused with your essential oils and for like overwhelmed moms in particular, like my main audience here, which products from your line uh, do you believe would bring the most benefit and what are the key ingredients and their healing properties in those products? Well, probably one of the ones I might recommend primarily would be the bug spray or the insect repellent, because it's actually something you can put on your child every day, irregardless of whether they're going to be outside or not. It smells great. It's got it cinnamon, does. clove, and cedar wood in it, which kind of, I think you have some. It's you, mm -hmm. So the child smells kind of like a Christmas tree. And they love it too. The And the healing benefits, um, like cinnamon, helps remove blood impurities and it facilitates healing and wounds. It relieves symptoms of a cold, sore throat, and congestion. Cedar wood is an anti-inflammatory, so it's good for people with arthritis, headaches. It's also an insecticide. And, these, and then the clove is awesome because it increases your body's metabolism mm. by increasing blood circulation. So it's kind of a natural metabolism booster, if you want to say. And the three of them work kind of synergistically together. And most of the bug sprays out there have, you know, they smell yucky. They've got like, mm -hmm. what do they, what do they put in it? I can't even remember. The I'm, deep, I'm that yeah, deep, they put yeah. like lemongrass. Okay. Lemongrass. I, I just don't understand when there's so many other things that smell better why you would not put something better smelling in it but it's a fragrance anyway and we shouldn't be using it but and in a lot of those products if they are creams if you think about it putting the cream on your skin which creates a barrier between mm. the body being able to absorb the product that's supposed to keep the bugs away so mm. if you even look at a can of off it won't tell you what the ingredients are which is i thought it was illegal but i've tried to research what's in it and because I've Googled it, I've bought countless numbers of bug spray. I can't figure out why they don't have to tell you what's in it. But hmm. that's pretty scary. I'd yeah. rather see moms using something like a bug spray that they know is going to benefit their child. Right. So that would probably be the number one thing I would use. And I have, you know, I have sprays, I have oils, and I have creams. Also, a, a spray that's popular with moms is something I call Don't Stress Me Out. And it's got lavender Ooh. and cedarwood and... I tell the moms to tell their kids it's fairy spray and it helps you sleep you put it on the pillow or you put on, you know, put it right on their skin, have them close their eyes. So it gets in their olfactory, they smell it and it also gets in their bloodstream and it helps with sleep and it helps calm them. And they love it because it becomes part of a routine that they can incorporate for sleep. Yeah. Oh, I haven't um, tried that then, one yet. I got to try oh, that. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> actually your, your um, cousin uses it a lot, Leah. Um, I sell her a lot of products. So that would be, and then of course the um, baby butt bomb, mm. which is a diaper rash preventative. It's um, made it. with almond oil, a little bit of beeswax, which is, I melt it. It doesn't look, you know, it's a cream, but the beeswax is great because it helps repel moisture. So you literally could put it on your arm and dump a, you know, water on your arm and it'll beat up. And that's really the way to keep 
a baby from getting diaper rash is yeah. to keep the barrier from staying moist. And I put about 10 drops of lavender in there, just a little bit um, for smell. You can barely smell it, but um, you want to put it on the baby before they get a diaper rash. I use mine at each diaper change and I yeah. can count, can't even count on like one hand the amount of times that Serena's had a diaper rash. Yeah. And that, I mean, a baby's skin is, I mean, the most sensitive, you know, skin and to put something, you know, over the counter product on it to, to combat diaper rash. It just scares me to death because now you have an open sore, so to mm. speak, when you have a baby with diaper rash and you're putting something on it that's not homeopathic. It's getting right into their bloodstream. Right. You know, who knows? Who knows what, what happens? Right. What is in it? We also talked about the other day, you said, you know, I guess they did, your baby had a little bit of a flare up. So then I, I have a scar cream, which it's called scar cream because it helps repair and rejuvenate skin. It's got rose in it, which is number one ingredient in most aging skincare products, but it'll help rejuvenate the skin. And if you do, if a child gets a little bit of a flare up, it's perfectly safe to use that on them too. The other thing about the, the products for babies is, you know, babies are always sticking their hands in their mouth and sucking on their fingers and stuff. Mm. And all the essential oils that, you know, you can put the body lotions and stuff on the baby. If they do stick their hands in their mouth, it's not going to hurt them. Yeah. Um, it's a naturally based product. So any of the products, I mean, I use everything for a different reason. Um, I have on my website, I have something called nature's medicine chest, which is what I like to call my line. And I think there's four or five products in there that kind of cover all the bases, you know, the bug spray, the scar cream. And, and it's just kind of nice because you can kind of say, oh, this is happening. I need to get my allergy spray out, you know, and that, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. So that's kind of what I would suggest is, is maybe just looking through what you might find beneficial depending on your child, how old they are, what they're going right. through, things like that. Right. So you said the, what is the baby butt cream, it's the Buddha bomb. Is that what it's called? Baby Buddha butt bomb or something. There's a lot baby of bees in Buddha it. Baby Buddha butt bomb. Yeah. It's a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, and then you said the don't stress me out spray, which I definitely am. I have not tried that yet and I'm going to try uh, the bug spray. Works for moms too. Okay. Yeah. Yes. We all do need it. Uh, the bug spray, which is great. We have, we have that and I love it. I love the smell and it's also great for sore muscles too. Yeah. Um, and then the scar spray or the scar cream, right. Cream. Uh, which I would imagine would be great for like any moms out there who have like a C-section scar Yes. Yes. or, or, um, could it work too on, uh, like stretch marks? Would it yeah. work? for that yep. okay yep. and when we were talking the other day you said something about uh using was it a jade stone oh yeah so um jade stones and you can get them on amazon um they have a lot of healing properties uh the jade itself so i have jade stones some i keep in the fridge some i put in a hot towel caddy but you can heat them up too and i if i'm working on someone that has a scar I will incorporate the jade stones and the scar cream because it'll really help facilitate the wound healing. And they're cheap. They're like 10 bucks for the jade stones. And you know, if you have eye puffiness, you can use them around your eyes. I mean, they're just nice to have. If your kid is stressed out or they're having a little meltdown, you know, they get their little jade stones out and you can do a little head massage on them. And you, believe, you know, they love it. They can't believe how well it works. 
and then you incorporate the aromatherapy, little cream, cream that you have, you know, even you can get the massage cream. Um, massaging your, your child is, is a great way to bond with them, but mm. also help them with, with everyday stress. Yeah. Things like that. And all my products, I mean, the bug spray people do bring that, they put in their kid's backpack and send them to school with it. And I get a lot of feedback of why can't we put this in plastic? You know, why does it have to be in glass? But all of my stuff is in dark amber bottles because it, you have to keep the light from getting into the essential oils to keep mm. it good, you know, keep them healing properties beneficial. Oh. I have seen what happens when you put it in plastic because I was just curious. And actually eats away essential oils will eat away the plastic and, and of the bottle and the light gets in and it turns rancid so all oh. the products are in bottles okay and they um, look pretty too yeah they do i, I think. mean if you want if you want your bathroom to look pretty with your little bottles there so yeah nice um so my next question uh, I was going to ask you with your extensive experience as a massage therapist and aromatherapist, could you share a success story or two about how aroma relief products have made a significant difference in someone's life by providing relief from some common ailments? Um, yeah, I actually, something happened a couple of months ago. I have a client, I see her probably two or three times a month. She's a woman in her fifties and she had breast reduction and due to the surgery and that and it sometimes happens after you have a baby she ended up with hemorrhoids very uncomfortable I had them after I had my son and luckily they went away but she tried everything to get rid of her hemorrhoids and she just came to me and she said I know you're like you know this mad scientist can you come up with something so I researched three essential oils that, that work synergistically to help with inflammation. The number one thing I think was the cinnamon in it, but it's got clove, peppermint, and cinnamon. So it's something that, you know, she used because she had that flare up, but she says she, she's, she won't be without it because mm. even if you have the unfortunate problem of maybe going to the bathroom too much and that area gets a little uh, inflamed or uncomfortable, you can use the uh, booty bomb there too for that so she said within two days her hemorrhoids were gone she was so happy and um it may of course made me happy yeah. because i know how uncomfortable they can be so that i guess i would consider a success story for sure yeah and, and what's the name of that product that is called booty b-o-o-t-y okay bomb okay and it's just, it goes right into, it's, um, goes in the description. It talks about it being specifically for hemorrhoids. Yeah. So that. But you can also I, use it, like you said, when, if your baby has like a diaper rash. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. Diaper you, rash. Right. You can use that or the scar cream. I probably would okay. prefer the scar cream because it's got a little bit gentler ingredients. Okay. Scar cream is juniper, lavender, and rose, which are for skin rejuvenation. Whereas the booty balm is to address an inflammation problem okay. in that area, which is different than a rash, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So I think we talked about the scar cream for your baby. And like I said, you don't have to use it very long. I mean, in one or two days, I've actually used that on my dog when, it, when uh, she got a hot spot. I mean, that happens with dogs all mm. the time. And you don't have to worry if your dog licks it off, you know what right. I mean? Because it's not going to harm the dog. 
So yeah. it's amazing. It, and, you know, dogs will get hot spots like by the back tail area of their bodies because that's where like fleas will will attack because they know the dog can't get to them. Sometimes I have people that have their dogs have rashes on their belly because they're low lying dogs, you know, dachshunds and mm. small dogs that touch the grass all the time with their bellies and they'll end up with skin irritation. So they use the shampoo and then they'll use a little bit of the scar cream when it's inflamed. So those two things have worked well, I think, for addressing problems that arise. Well, and as we wrap up, I just want you to talk about as an experienced mom and you are a single working mom, I know you've consistently prioritized self-care, which is a key focus of this show. And I just would like um, if you would share, could you share with our listeners how you managed to prioritize your self-care in your own life and what were the tangible benefits you experienced? And also if there's one valuable takeaway you'd want our listeners to remember, what would that be? Well, yeah, I think self-care, I mean, what what's the, um, when you go on the plane, what do they say? Put your own oxygen mask on first oh, yeah. before you put on your child. Um, self-care is really important in, in order to be the best mom you can be. So a lot of us maybe don't, can't afford to go get a massage or a facial every week. So I think daily rituals that incorporate self-care, like for me, the first thing I do is I get up in the morning and I light my diffusers, depending on my mood, I might put lavender in, I might, you know, I might be a little congested, I'll put eucalyptus in. And then I do, I take my shower, I put my oil on, maybe one day I put a comfort oil on, something else, a post-workout another day. So I incorporate aromatherapy into my self-care daily because mm. it makes me feel better. I know it's good for me. And that is something that's simple to do. It's economical to do. And I think, like we talked about, self-care as a mom, especially because we're always taking care of others. This is a way we can start taking care of ourselves and be the best version of ourselves. So that's what I do. I mean, I do yoga and I, I like to exercise like you. That's very important to me. And, and I have to prioritize that even if I've had a long day of massages to get out and do something athletic exercise, get outside. Very important to me yeah. and my self-care ritual. But, and I yeah. guess the one takeaway is that, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. I'm in my sixties and, you know, we were always taught, Hey, you got to take this aspirin. You got to take that if you have an allergy. And, I think that as moms being responsible for our children, educating them in the benefits of essential oils and giving them some alternatives, educating ourselves in the benefits that we might be able to raise a generation that will be more in tune with alternatives that they yeah. can do. And, and just giving them the tools they need. And, and it's fun. I mean, it's really fun to you know get a little book on aromatherapy, figure out what you're drawn to start experimenting with it and teach your kids. I, I know this gentleman that gets up every morning and he, you know, kids get involved, they get in school, they put the skinny spray on because it helps open mm -hmm. their sinuses up, gets them ready for the day. And he's just teaching them about the benefits of essential oils that have been around for 2000 years. This is what yeah. our ancestors used when they didn't have medicines and drugs and things like that. Yeah. So the takeaway to me would be to just learn more about aromatherapy, experiment with it, and have fun with it and teach your kids about it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, question, question, right? And like an advocate for yourself yeah. and, and educate. Don't 
be so quick to believe that. I mean, love, love doctors, and I think that in in veterinarians, and I think that the intention is you know, not to harm or anything, but just don't be so quick to believe that they have all the right answers and that you have to do whatever they are suggesting that you do. Just do your own research and be your own advocate. Yeah, I think we're intuitive as women. We're intuitive. And if something doesn't feel right, then it probably isn't. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with asking questions. Sometimes you're raised in a household where you're not allowed to ask questions. And, yeah, I love you know, that I asking could... questions. Yeah, because I feel like we were brought up like, don't question me, right? Yeah. Like our, our religion and even yeah, like our parents too. And that it's fine. Like that's how they were raised. You know, why can't, why can't I go over to Sarah's house? Because I said, so don't question me, you know? Right, right. But you really do, you do have, you have to ask questions because that's how you get your answers. Right, right. I mean, we're, from the minute where we can talk, we're told to listen, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I think the dialogue should be to encourage your kids to ask questions and then we can get, you know, I, I come from a long line of doctors and nurses too. And I, I think, you know, they take one class in nutrition to become a doctor still to yeah. this day. Yeah, so, crazy. Um, it's, you know, it's just because this is my passion that it's led me to ask a lot of questions and try to find a lot of alternatives. And I've done a lot of the grunt work for people, which sometimes people say, I just want to go on your website and buy what you tell me to buy. Right. I don't really want to learn, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And there's, that's fine. that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's my passion. So just hit me up for what you need. I talk to people all the time. They'll send me messages on my website. I call them. I'll have two hour conversations with them about what's, what's happening in their life and what they need. Everybody from someone going through chemotherapy, you know what I mean? To just suffering, sprain and wanting to know do i ice do i this or do that and what do i use for it so i don't mind doing the grunt work if you have questions you can call me but i think aromatherapy is fun i think once you start to get into the benefits of it and realizing it's very economical to get a little diffuser i think they're 12 bucks on amazon and Mm -hmm. put some essential oils in there and your whole house will smell great and you don't have to be supporting synthetic fragrances which yeah and they're better for the environment too right Oh, for sure. Yeah, because it's all derived from plants. And, and you know, some people will go, oh, it's $20 for a little bottle of lavender. I said, well, yeah, but there's like 300 drops in there. And, yeah, it lasts a while. You know, and it takes a lot. I mean, there's, I think they use 30 roses in one drop of rose oil. Wow. So the process of, and, and it, I do want to know, tell people that when you do, say you go to the store and you buy an essential oil to put in your diffuser, make sure it's an organic essential oil. And you'll know it is because it'll say lavender, but it'll also say the Greek name for lavender. Does that make sense? Oh, Which okay. you look at it and you'll go, I don't know what that means. It's just the Greek word for lavender. And that's how you'll know it's an organic because they have synthetic oils out there too that mm-hmm. for your diffusers. And here you are thinking you're doing something good. And then you're out there buying a synthetic oil and it'll say fragrance because okay. fragrance can be so. Yeah. So it's just look for the Greek version of that after in the oil. And you, you, you can tell the difference between a synthetic oil and, uh, you know, and those Yankee candles. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, loaded with synthetic fragrance and very bad for you. Oh. So if you're going to buy candles, I'm a pyromaniac. I love candles. I make them. I just don't put them on my website, but make sure it's a soy candle with made with essential oils and they're going to be more expensive, but mm-hmm. it's better for you in the long run. Okay. Awesome. 
Well, thank you all for joining us today on the Momentum Podcast. We've had the privilege of hearing from the wonderful Karen Salad, who is a true inspiration in the world of wellness and natural healing. Karen, your journey and insights have been enlightening, and we're grateful for the knowledge you've shared about aroma relief and aromatherapy and your passion for homeopathic solutions. Before we say goodbye, I'd like to take a moment to highlight a key takeaway from today's conversation. Karen, who's an experienced mom who prioritized self-care, your message resonates deeply with our mission to empower women on their journey through motherhood. And the importance of self-care can't be overstated. And your story is a testament to the positive impact it can have on our lives. I want you all to remember that self-care isn't selfish. It's actually an essential part of nurturing ourselves so we can better care for our loved ones. So just remember to prioritize it just as Karen has done. And Karen, can you tell everyone where they can find you, the name, your website? And um, also Karen uh, is going to share with you guys a discount code that she's so kindly and generously is sharing with the Momentum podcast listeners. So go ahead, Karen. Yes. Yeah, so my, my website is called Aroma Relief Products. And if you just click on that, you'll know it's me because you'll see like a little girl that looks like a Buddha and uh, the products on there. I'm doing a coupon code Tanya 20, 20% off your entire purchase, whatever you decide to get. And if you have, you can send me my phone number is right there on the website. I'm, I talk to people all the time. If you have questions, concerns, feel free to call me. It's not a bother. I love it. If you have a particular situation or something you're trying to figure out how to uh, conquer, just ask a question or maybe we'll come up with a product together. I can name it after you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. And what about, um, are you, do you want people to find you on Facebook or Instagram? Well, I've, I'm working on my Instagram as we speak and I'm okay. hoping to have it beautiful with, you know, I have a lot of content I haven't posted yet, but I will be on Instagram shortly, but the website is probably the best way to reach me. And if and, they go on um, your website, will you have like, uh, when your Instagram is up, will you have that on there? So if they yeah. just click on that, okay, cool. Yeah. And my, my Instagram is, I mean, I have one, he's just nothing posted yet. It's a Roma Relief products, but I will, I have this perfection issue where everything has to be perfect as I've discussed <laughs> with you. So I'm overcoming that. <laughs> And I That's another podcast content. topic for another day. Perfectionism. <laughs> it's another topic. It's another 30 minute interview. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you, Karen, for your time, your insights and the incredible, incredible work that you've done with your aroma relief company and aromatherapy, all the research that you've done and the value that you are contributing to the world. So to our, yes. Uh, so to our listeners, uh, stay tuned for more empowering stories and advice on your motherhood journey. And we'll be back with another episode next week. Until then, take care and stay empowered. Life coaching is all about empowering yourself, leveling up and taking decisive action. It's about learning how to live a more conscious, intentional life, one with passion and purpose, being reminded that you are in the driver's seat of this thing called life. Yes, there are things that will happen that are out of your control, but allow me to remind you of the things that are in your control so you can find your way to peace through any storm. 
Have you ever felt that inner nudge, that restless feeling deep within, like there's more for you out there? I want you to know that it's your soul speaking to you, and I'm here to help you tune in and listen. I believe those whispers are your dreams yearning to come to life. Let's work together to uncover that inner voice, decipher its message, and turn your dreams into reality. Ready to take that first step? Sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me. Let's embark on this transformative journey together. Your dreams are waiting, and I'm here to help you bring them to fruition. Click the link below or simply head to tanyavalentinecoaching.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E coaching.com and click work with me to sign up for your free 30-minute mini session today.